COVID or division over uh, the racial justice things or division over uh, the vaccine and just the division trying to run its way through the church, it's left some churches really broken. Again, half the people that were attending two years ago uh, compared to now. And I was just reminded of 1 John chapter 1. We've been reading that over and over again. But in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 and 7, it says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Again, where does our fellowship come from? Is it from the good food or most of us are Hispanics or most of us come from this or we vote this way? No, our fellowship comes from us walking in the light. And the more we walk in the light, the more we walk in a biblical fashion, the more unity we're going to have together with our brothers and sisters. The more glory is going to be given to God, the more God is going to be honored, and the more our Lord will be blessed. So again, if we're craving that fellowship, we should be asking ourselves, Lord, am I truly walking in the light? If you want fellowship with believers, strong believers, growing believers, if you want fellowship with darkness, you can go that route if you'd like, have a lot of pain that way. But if you want fellowship within the body of Christ to grow, feeling like you're on an island, it's good to look at it biblically and stop blaming others and look at it biblically. There in 1 John it tells us if we're walking in the light, we're going to have fellowship with God and fellowship with the other brothers and sisters. But Psalm 21, a psalm of David, and just all that I'm grateful for and thankful for this year, it just all goes back to the Lord. How good the Lord has been. Psalm 21, the king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation. How greatly shall he rejoice. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. Selah. For you meet him with the blessings of goodness. You set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life from you and you gave it to him. Length of days forever and ever. His glory is great in your salvation. Honor and majesty you have placed upon him. You have made him most blessed forever. You have made him exceedingly glad with your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord and through the mercy of the most high he shall not be moved. Again just so grateful for the Lord this year. And what he's done, the unity he's given us, the blessings he's given us, the protection throughout the last two years, all the ups and downs, uh, even the transition uh, with my dad, with Pastor Raz and myself, and how the Lord, he's been uh, just the one to do it all. It's just been an incredible uh, year, incredible two years for my wife, the kids, each and every one of you. Just so grateful uh, to the Lord and for each and every one of you. But let's pray. We have also an audio clip from Ray and Judith. And now here in a moment, all you got to do to share is to raise your hand. And then one of the guys with the microphones, they'll come to you. Once you have that microphone in front of you, if you could state your name and how long you've been coming to the church. And then you could share a verse and just what you're grateful for and thankful for this year. And there's about 400 of us. So if each of us takes a minute, we'll be here a long, long time. So... (laughs) If we could keep it to a minute, that'd be great. Not expecting everyone to share. Uh, thank you for your grace and mercy. I'm not the best at this. My dad, he's the best at this. He's great at this, but I am not so good at this. So uh, let's just pray. And then again, if you want to share, you could raise your hand, and then uh, we'll have you share, and then we'll have a little audio clip from Ray and Judith as well. Lord, we thank you so much, God. Lord, so many things to be grateful for and thankful for, Lord. But Lord, it all starts off with you, Lord. It starts off with the mercy and the grace that you've extended towards us, Lord. Your goodness, Lord, that abounding grace, God, that you give us your goodness over and over and over again, Lord. Lord, I just pray that each of us would be able to see that and realize that this morning, Lord. For those of us who maybe came in here this morning, Lord, bitter or angry, Lord, a bit annoyed, Father, I pray that the reminder of your grace, your goodness towards us, God, would truly break our hearts, God, and cause us to repent and get right with you, Lord. So, Lord, we pray that you'd be blessed and you would be honored and glorified with our time together this morning, Lord. We pray all the glory, all the honor would be given to you, Lord, and that the body would be edified, Lord. 
that the more we're walking in the light, the more fellowship we'll have with you and the more fellowship we will have with one another, God. So we just love you. We thank you so much, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So anybody want to share? We have Anya up here in the front. We have one right here. We got two up here in the front. And then, Frank, you just let me know when the audio clip is ready, and we can let it rip. Good morning. Uh, my name is Ferdinand Gutierrez. I started coming here back in February. Uh, Pastor Raz was preaching about the rapture. Uh, that's when I knew I was at the right church, because I hadn't heard rapture in hell, and haven't preached in a church in a long time. I'm grateful for the pastors, for the fellowship of the brothers in Christ. Uh, I came back uh, from Pennsylvania, Florida, due to a, a work-related injury. And I wanted to share my, one of my two favorite verses with you guys, and it's uh, 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And since Joey's next to me, I wanted to thank him because he's been one of the guys that's prayed for me consistently. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Uh, thank you, Pastor Zach. I love hearing you preach. I love the, uh, the worship. It's just amazing to be at this church. Awesome. Right there next to you. Yeah. Got Anya right next to you. Morning, everyone. I, um, I'm very thankful for my church family and for everyone. Um, as you, I've been here about seven years or so, um, but this year I stared uh, death in the face and it was the prayer of my church family that obviously the Lord got me through it, but it was the, the heartfelt prayer of my church family. And this is a verse that's very dear to um, my heart and to very close to our family. And uh, it's funny because um, in one spirit, a lot of the people that were praying for me sent me this verse as I was in the hospital. For I am the Lord thy God, and it's Isaiah 43, 3. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel. Um, when thou pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. And that was a, a big source of uh, strengthening. And I'm just very thankful for everyone that prayed for me and for the Lord for really um, pulling me through that. Thank you. So we'll play the audio clip. You can raise your hand and one of the microphone guys will get to you and we'll play the audio clip now. Yeah. We got one. Raise your hand. Keep your hand up. Don't be shy. Make sure you got a microphone guy by you. This is Ray and Judith. Place. We were so looking forward being uh, there with you all. But they had other plans. Um, as many of you know, um, I had a brain hemorrhoid three weeks ago. I was finally discharged from the hospital on Friday after 21 days. Um, it has been very challenging very painful, but we have seen the hand of God from the beginning, um, that it happened when we were with friends that we loved dearly, who immediately started to pray and intercede and took care of things. Um, and we would have been home, probably I would have just gone to bed hoping for it to go away, and who knows what the consequences could have been. Uh, but instead, I am neurologically intact, um, and the Lord, uh, in His faithfulness, uh, the first few days at the hospital gave me uh, some 40, uh, which promises have helped me much through all of this. And it says, uh, verse 1, um, I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the mighty clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. And verse 5, many, O Lord, my God, are your wonderful works which you have done, and your thoughts towards us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I will declare and speak of them, they are more than can be in number. Um, we want to thank the Lord also uh, for answering your prayers. I know that we were praying. You were praying for um, the hospital staff that will be taking care of me, and, and they have all been wonderful in the ICU. Um, and we thank the Lord for the opportunities that he gave us to uh, minister to, to them and, and pray with uh, some of them. And, um, you know, we also, we always have known that we had a, a very special family in Calvary Chapel with you all. Um, 
uh, the outpouring of love that you have demonstrated to us um, over the last uh, few weeks uh, has been truly overwhelming. Um, there are not enough words to express our gratitude for your constant prayers, the words of encouragement, the messages, and those delicious meals um, that Ray has had from day one. Um, you know, when he will come home to just to take a quick shower before going back to the hospital. Uh, you have been such a beautiful example of um, what is to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And, and we love you very, very, very much. We don't want to take up uh, more time, uh, but we want to, to thank the Lord for all the shoe boxes uh, that you guys packed. It, it brought <clears throat> so much joy to us to see um, how the Lord used you to surpass the numbers uh, of the shoe boxes from last year. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we ask. And because of the many challenges, uh, we know that the Lord has something special prepared for each of the kids that will be receiving them. And Lord, uh, may you uh, may they come to your feet, Jesus. Uh, please continue to pray for Judith, her full recovery, um, and for the Lord to be uh, glorified through all of this. Uh, we love you all very, very much. Thank you, guys. We love you so, so much. May the Lord bless you abundantly. Thank you, guys. Good morning, church family. I always rise tall for Jesus Christ, and that's why I'm standing right now. I have many verses uh, in my life that I've like, basically Jesus has touch my, my heart with, and I'm so grateful that three years ago, Jesus Christ himself directed my steps to this great congregation. I would not be standing right here if it was not for his grace and for his love. There are many verses in the Bible. The Old Testament has 23,145 verses. The New Testament has 7,957 verses, equals 31,000. 102 verses. So if you add all the verses in the Bible, it equals number seven. My favorite number of perfection and completion. So a lot of verses that he has used in my life and he has used on the people close to me, like my beautiful girlfriend, is Ephesians 6, the armor of God. The second one is Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And the other one will be Romans 8.31. If God is for us, who can be against us? However, this one I have to read. <laughs> the, verses, the verse that has resonated the most in my heart and spirit is 1 John 4, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And I'm going to say it again because that's power in the name of Jesus. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Therefore, anything is possible with God's love. As I started walking a journey, and I know my time is limited right now, but my time with Jesus Christ is limitless. But when I started working with Christ, some people would come up to me and they would tell me, oh, you're religious now. But you know what? Instead of getting upset, discouraged, I smile. Because Jesus is all about smiling. And having a relationship with Christ is intense. It's a heart-to-heart, bold, very important, consistent with Christ. As I walk alongside Jesus Christ every single day, I experience the goodness. And that's one of the songs that we actually worship a few minutes ago. Of his love, peace, and joy. He is my teacher every single day. The book is my Bible. And the Lord is God. Out of all the lessons that Jesus, because he's my coach, has trained me is that I need to let go of all the regrets 
the guilt, the hopelessness. So I'll be able to grow spiritually and get close to him. As Christians, trust me, I've gone through this. The devil will attack us, not because he's afraid of us. It's because Jesus Christ lives inside of us. I'm almost done. <laughs> God is my driving force every single day. And I will not be standing right here in front of all of you if it was, it was, was not for his divine intervention in my life. Can I tell you, before God works through you, he has to work in you. And life is not an entitlement. It's a gift from God. Problems will always come to us as Christians. But we need to trust, and it's very hard, trust me, I'm there right now, to trust God. But we need to trust God's promise and not the problem. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20, all of the God's promises are what? Yes and amen. amen. Let me tell you about my God. God speaks. God helps. God talks to you every single day. He listens. He hears. He heals. He heals. He redeems. He forgives. He directs your steps. And most important, he loves all of you. In Jesus' name, thank you for listening. We got one in the back. Again, you could raise your hand if somebody else got two in the back there. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Joey. I've been coming here for about 10 years now, give or take. Um, wow, everybody looking back just made me lose all the words. Thanks, guys. Um, so uh, a lot of you guys know already, but uh, two months ago, my wife and I had our son, um, Ezra. And um, <laughs> thank you. Um, but what a lot of people don't know is the reason why we're so grateful to the Lord for him. And um, last year on, on Thanksgiving, uh, my wife was eight weeks pregnant. And that morning, early in the morning, she, we had a miscarriage that morning. So, you know, this, this time I thought was going to be kind of like just shrouded in darkness or hurt and pain. I'm sorry. Let me gather myself. But um, about that night specifically, um, after, or that morning, after, um, you know, my wife went through what she had gone through, um, we went back into bed, and we never solidified what our child's name was going to be at that point, because it was still very early on, but every time we came up with a name, we never really stuck to anything. And it was pitch black in the room, and I just remember... And it wasn't, I know for a fact it wasn't me thinking about it, um, but I just heard a voice speak Ezra. And I was like, hmm, that wasn't me. And I was like, I just sat around for a little bit and I was like, Lord? <laughs> he just, and I just heard it again, Ezra. And I said it out loud. I woke my wife up and she was like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, his name's Ezra. And that's, that's, we're gonna get pregnant again real soon. It's gonna be a boy and his name is Ezra. And a month later, give or take, we we're pregnant. We found out a few months after that, it's a boy, you know, the Lord. Um, it was the first time I've ever heard the Lord speak to me with, in an audible voice. And that's what I'm thankful for, just for that experience to hear from the Lord as, you know, it may have not been like a big thing that like, you know, you're going to go and do this for me. You know, it was just something as small as my son's name and the promise of my son. And um, uh, since then, I've kind of read through Ezra and uh, <laughs> right? yeah. that wasn't in the flesh at all. That was just me wanting to read Ezra. <laughs> Um, but going through it, you know, there's a lot of times, especially in Ezra 7, where um, it just keeps saying periodically through different verses, you know, and according to the hand of the Lord over Ezra, he was granted these things. And 
He arrived in Jerusalem on this specific day according to the hand of the Lord over him. And um, specifically verse 10 is, you know, something that, uh, Ezra 7 verse 10 is something that I have to make sure that I instill in me so that I can then instill it in my son as I raise him is, it says, for Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it. And specifically that part that says to do it, you know, and so for me as a father, <laughs> the weight that that kind of puts on me to seek the law of the Lord, to do it so that I can be an example of who Jesus is to my son. And um, along with that, just a verse that I kind of always go back to periodically is 1 Kings 8.58. And that's um, Solomon had just finished uh, rebuilding the temple and he's praying over the temple with the people of Jerusalem. And in his prayer, he says that the Lord may incline our hearts to himself to walk in his ways. Oh, wow, sorry for that voice crack. <laughs> to keep his commandments and to his statutes and his judgments, which he commanded our fathers. So, you know, that's my prayer for myself and for my wife as we now go through this journey of, of raising Ezra. He just made two months and, you know, for what I thought was going to be a holiday, kind of shrouded in, in darkness and pain is now full of light and joy and thanksgiving. So, yeah, that's what I'm I'm going to share from Psalm 92, verse 1. Your name and how long you've been coming at Calvary oh. Chapel, Miami. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Daniela. I've been coming here for, I don't know. I don't remember not coming to this church. So <laughs> I, like, grew up here. Um, so, like, 20-something years or, like, 18-plus years. Um, so the verse that the Lord put on my heart was Psalm 92, verse 1 through 4. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night, with the ten strings, stringed lute and with the harp, with the resounding music upon the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by what you have done. I will sing for joy at the works of your hand. Um, and I'm just thankful because this year, um, I think um, in all my life, I've never felt so blessed. Um, just the Lord's faithfulness and the Lord's hand on my life um, and how he's just like delivered me and my family through like anything that we could have gone through. Um, even like at the beginning of the year going through COVID and having a scare with my dad in the hospital and God healed him and he's okay. And then a few months later, my mom. Um, and then within a month and a surgery later, she's okay now. And then um, uh, the Lord... Um, I'm engaged now, so the Lord bringing me, um, my fiance, <laughs> um, and so the Lord bringing me Jose, and um, I never could have imagined um, that somebody so amazing existed, um, and I'm so thankful for him, and the Lord has just um, exceeded every expectation that I could have ever had, um, and I would have never thought that he would have... Um, Giving me, giving me everything that I could have dreamed of um, and more. Um, but that's what happens when you like let God do what God has to do and not, <laughs> and not get in the way. So I'm just thankful for the Lord's faithfulness and I'm thankful for this church, um, really just the family that we have here and I'm thankful for my family. Um, and yeah, thank you. Good morning, my name is Marissa, and I've been coming to Calvary Chapel, Miami since 2008. And I wanna read uh, Psalm 30, verse two to four, and it says, O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord you saints of his and give thanks. And uh, last year I allowed my fears and emotions to govern my actions and my every thought. And it was a dark place for my family and myself. And uh, 
I cried out to God and he healed me. He restored my, my health. And I am grateful for every single prayer lifted up on our behalf. I'm grateful for all the pastors, overseers, teachers, and coach at LHM, <laughs> for God's Way Radio, everyone who loved on my family and continues to love on us. Um, the Lord continues to restore my family, but I can say that the Lord has done great things for us. So I just wanted to thank everyone. Hello. My name is Anna. I've been coming to Calvary. Well, some of you probably know me since I've been like 17 years old, but um, I'm not going to say my age now, but it's a long time. Um, <laughs> um, I've been kind of with one foot in and one foot out for the past 20-something years. And um, on August 8th of this year, I decided to go up and get anointed with oil. I was suffering from addiction and suicidal ideation, depression, anxiety, PTSD, everything. And um, I was anointed with oil on August 8th, and on November 18th, I celebrated three months clean. <laughs> Um, the verse I want to share is 1 John 4, verse 4. It says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in this world. Mm. And if anyone has ever struggled with addiction, drugs, depression, anxiety, you don't have to worry about that anymore, because Jesus, he's overcome that. And... Just thank you all for all your prayers throughout these long years and for being there for my mother and my aunt, my family. Um, I love you all very, very much. Thank you. Hello, guys. I am Jacob, and I've been in this church for about 11 years. And... <laughs> Uh, I want to be, I'm thankful for my family, my friends, uh, my new dog I got. He's about uh, three months old. I wanted, uh, I wanted to share a verse to you guys. It's in Revelation, uh, one, Revelation 22, 13. And it says here, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. This verse touched me because it just means that God will always be with you in the beginning and the end. And even in heaven, because you're in his presence. So it just touched me, and uh, that's it. Thank you. Hi, my name is Alejandro Fernandez, and um, I've been coming to this church for 11 years. Um, <laughs> I'm thankful for my uh, church family, my family, my friends, and my teacher. Um, the verse I wanted to share was Psalm 107.1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Uh, um, so I do a verse every month, um, and since it's Thanksgiving, I wanted to do something with thanks. Um, so that kind of reminded me, for Thanksgiving, it's not the only day to give thanks. You have to give thanks to the Lord every day, because he died on the cross for us. So, yeah. My name is Christian. Um, I've also been coming to this church for about 11 years. Um, I will be sharing from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. And it says, Now the Spirit, the Lord is a spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So if you want liberty somewhere, the Spirit of the Lord is going to be there. And so that's basically what I want. Um, my name is Gladys. I'm Jake's mom. That's all. <laughs> uh, this is, it's not a Bible verse. It's a, it's lyrics to a song that, um, says, 
You still love me in spite of me. You still choose me. How can it be? Every scar, every flaw, you see it all. You still love me in spite of me. And I'm just so thankful for his love, for his forgiveness, for the, his mercy. And I'm in awe as to why, why he has chosen me to be his child. Amen. Good morning. Um, my name is Richard, and we've been here for about seven years. Um, as my wife shared back at the beginning of the year, she was in the hospital, and it was a little touch and go there for a bit. Um, I was going through Psalms, and I don't have a specific Psalm, but uh, the, I just kept reading, trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord. And um, I had to learn to, to, as she was in the hospital and I was home, uh, to trust that that meant I had to trust him whether she came home or not because we weren't really sure. Um, it uh, kind of struck me uh, one day when I, I was getting clothes for, for Micah and I had no idea what drawer his shirts were in. I'm like, you know, I kind of need her to come back. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I just had to trust in him, and, and, uh, and I knew that, that God was able to heal her. I was just praying that he would, um, and I'm just thankful that, that um, we may be able to sit at this Thanksgiving dinner again with my wife, and that's it. Thank you. Hi, my name is Abigail. I'm 12 years old and I've been here for as long as I can remember. Um, I wanted to share First Chronicles um, 1634, which is, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. That sounds a bit familiar. <laughs> um, I don't really have a big story to share, but the Lord has worked on me this year and shown me that he's been very merciful in spite of what like sometimes we aren't faithful to the Lord but he's always faithful to us so yeah it's very short but awesome hi my name is Matt I've been coming here about my whole life I also wanted to share from First Chronicles, but chapter 28 and verse 9 says, and I like to insert my name here, it's David talking to Solomon. Um, As for you, my son, Matt, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intents of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. And I'm thankful for many things this year. I'm especially thankful for my fiance, Amy. And I wanted to, I wanted to just share a, a short story of just a miracle that the Lord did through that. And I wasn't planning on proposing this year. I was going to wait till around New Year's to propose. But the Lord gave me a verse in Deuteronomy 8 telling me to go for it. So when the Lord tells you to go, you got to go. <laughs> and a couple of weeks before, um, I was going to propose to her at South Point, And just a hurricane was coming through. So we were watching it for two weeks. Hurricane, hurricane, hurricane. On the weekend of, it was Saturday, and we were at church for the God's Way Radio Bash, and we were looking at the next day, and it goes, hey, 90% chance of rain. And we're like, oh man, you know, you know, the Lord told me to go for it, so I'm gonna go. And we woke up at, it was for the sunrise, so I woke up at five in the morning, and my dad goes, Matt, Matt, get over here. And he shows me the radar, and there's rain everywhere except South Point. And just the faithfulness of the Lord, and when he tells you to go, you gotta obey, and he's gonna, be faithful. So. Amen. Hello. My name is Ileana. I've been coming here for 20 years. Um, this year has been exciting. Um, we all got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We're alive. <laughs> uh, Daniela got a boyfriend. And then the Lord said, okay, too many good things happening to you in your life. Let's give you something. So he gave me, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. 
And uh, I said, I have a lot of things in my life. And I said, Lord, what do I need? So the Lord said, uh, you need prayer. So I started telling everyone about it. And I told a lot of my friends. And I have a friend that has like 3,000 friends. And I told tell all your friends, why? Why do you want I need them to, tell, to pray for me, please. So I told everybody. I told everybody here at church, all the ladies, all my sisters here, my family. And... Um, it's incredible because when I went into the surgery, my sister, my husband, and some of my friends went with me. Some of my friends, I think, thought that maybe they were going to never see me again, so they went to say goodbye to me at the hospital. And I went into the hospital like if I was going to visit a friend. I had this peace that I had never felt in my life. And after everything was done, after all the prayers, um, I didn't need chemo, I didn't need radiation, I just needed a pill for, for the cancer, which I think it makes, me feel, it, it makes me feel better now. I think I feel better, I don't know why, but whatever. So I'm very thankful for everything, the family, everybody, people would go to my house, to, my family would come to my house to watch service when I couldn't come to church. They would bring me food. Uh, so it was an amazing experience. Thank you everyone, thank you for because the, the love that I felt from everyone was was what helped me heal through this whole process. So thank you. We'll do JJ and then. Hi, um, my name is Diana, and I've been coming here for about 19 years. Um, and this year, I want to give thanks to the Lord because after trying to have um, hmm. kids for many years. Um, the Lord saw it fit to bless us through adoption and um, like letting go of our plans and trusting his plans has been um, an amazing journey. We have a beautiful little boy now. Um, his timing is, is just so perfect. And Psalm 126.3 um, says, the Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. And like the song that um, we sang today, it says, surely, Every season, you are good to me. Thank you. Hi, my name is Lucy. I've been coming here for a year and three months. And I'm also grateful for your fiance, Matthew, because Amy invited me a year ago. She was very quiet, and one day she started talking to me and became friends at work. And she's like, I want to invite you to young adults. And I was like, okay, what is that? Me thinking it's a store at a mall. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to Young Adults with you. Yeah. We appear here at Calvary Church. I'm like, oh, that's not what I was thinking. But yeah, I'm totally in. That was the day that Zach told us a teaching about Hannah and how she really wanted a baby. But um, her husband had other wives and they were having babies and she was the only one not having a baby and she really wanted a baby really badly. And I loved how Zach immediately went, who here really wants a promotion at their job or really want that car or really want something and they're just not having it. They put all the work, they do everything they can, but nothing's happening. Why? Is it because you're taking too long out of a break or you're not you're praying really hard? Like what are you doing that's not giving enough effort? The effort you put in for your job is the same way you should be putting in for God. You shouldn't be, oh, I'm not getting it because so-and-so has a better chance because they know people. No, you can't be ungrateful for the things that you have. Just keep working on it. Keep pulling full effort. Pray on it. And it's the first time that someone speaks about the Bible and doesn't make you feel like you're so bad. It makes you feel like, okay, so maybe if I keep trying, I'll do better. And then you keep praying and you're hoping and you have all these like um, moments of like, yes, I'm going to do it. And you don't feel bad anymore. And I never felt like I never felt that way before when I used to church hop. Now I feel that way now. It's the first time I feel comfortable coming. I don't have to come with my friends anymore. I can come on my own and feel good and just know this is a place because they taught me how to love. They taught me that I, I am not a bad person. I could go to heaven. That, you know, all my efforts will, will be good because what I do under him is the right way, not the worldly way. So Psalm 147, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. We are not meant to be broken, 
We are not meant to be sad all the time. We are allowed to be happy. And by that, we need him for guidance. We cannot look at social media. We cannot keep thinking that if we just do this, we're going to be happier. If we make enough money, we're going to be happier. If we, you know, make, um, start dating that person, we're going to be happier. We have to be happier within ourselves. And by that, we need God. And if he speaks to us, he's like, this is what makes you happy. Praying every day, waking up in the morning, just thank him. That will make you happy. Amen. Uh, my name is Joe Palmer. My wife uh, and I, Leslie, uh, have uh, been coming to this church for about a year. She's uh, doing grandma duty with our five-month-old <laughs> granddaughter at the house today. Uh, but I, want, I am so thankful for this church. For you guys who have been coming here for 20 years or an extended period of time, you do not know the, the kind of blessing it is to walk into a church who actually preaches the Word of God. Book, chapter, and verse, like the Bereans, always studying and knowing what to look for in, in the Bible and teaching, not traditions based on men. We have spent much of 2020 at home watching sermons online, and eventually the Lord just hit me and said, Remember Hebrews 10.25, do not forsake the assembly. And we had to find a place to, to attend. But we also knew what 1 Timothy says, that talk about watching your life and your doctrine closely. So a good friend of mine, John Vigneault, sitting here next to me, part of the men's group, if you listen to uh, God's Way Radio on Wednesday morning, some weird guys call in every, every Wednesday morning. <laughs> That's the both of us. And that, that has been an enormous blessing as well. But he, he asked me to come out. And, and check out uh, uh, Calvary Chapel, Miami. And, and when we got here, uh, the first thing I did was immediately connected with, with, with Raz. Because Raz is kind of sort of my age. I knew everything, he, the examples he used, I connected. But then there was this young guy. And, and this young guy, you know, was my son's age. And I thought to myself, this guy, I don't know if I want to learn anything from this guy. But <laughs> you and me both. Let me tell you, the verse I want to share with you, which was monumental, to me was, was 1 John 3, 6. No one who lives in him keeps on sinning. And no one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. After 36 years walking with the Lord, I realized that there was habitual sin in my life that needed to be dealt with. The beach baptism was the first one I had gone to in a, in a long, long time, and it just rejuvenated my spirit. And then Zach is speaking, and he repeated that verse, and he said, do you hear what this is saying? And then it dawned on me, when Samuel went to see Jesse, he looked at all of his sons, and none of the sons were the right ones to be anointed as the next king of Israel, except the youngest one, which Zach is the youngest one of his family as well. And the blessings that, that this congregation, the teaching, Raz, Zach, the leadership here, God's Way Radio, if you're not listening to 104.7, you are missing out on a ton. It is an enormous, enormous blessing, enormous blessing. Jackie Hernandez, and we've been coming to this church since 2013. And um, this year has been an amazing year because God has answered our prayers after 12 years of praying for our son to come to the Lord. And he did that. Resurrection Sunday, he came, he heard the worship, he heard the word, and he saw how Zach was teaching and God spoke to him and told him he needed to surrender his life completely to the Lord and he was baptized in, um, in July as well um, all three of us were baptized together and the Bible verse that um, my husband and I prayed for it this morning and this is what came to my husband's heart and I'm reading it from um, the New Living Translation 
and it's Isaiah 12, um, and, it's, uh, and it reads, and it reads, with, with joy you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. In that wonderful day you will sing, the, thank, thank the Lord, praise his name, tell the nations what he has done, let them know how mighty he is, and sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. Let the people of Jerusalem shout his praise with joy, for great is the Holy One of Israel who lives among you. He is so awesome. The Lord our God is so awesome. He brought our son, and we're praying now for our daughter and our son-in-law and our two little grandbabies. God is true, and he keeps his promises for all of us. We just have to believe and trust. Amen. We got JJ all the way in the back. Hello. Uh, we are newbies in this church. We have been coming for almost... Oh, you don't really know my name. Oh, my name is Ophelia, and I'm married to this man here. Uh, <laughs> we are newbies at, in this church, and it's an answer to prayer because we have prayed for uh, several years where God would bring us on our next chapter in our church. And uh, it was Exodus 33, which our pastor Zach has preached when I first heard the message. Anyway, we'll go there. Well, I was first introduced to Calvary because I was a driver. My nephew who was 10 years old and used to, they used to come here. And I was first introduced to Calvary on a vacation Bible school. <laughs> and that was before COVID. And the last day, it was a Friday, I got to sit on the closing and my mouth hang from what I heard from the volunteers. And I was so inspired and moved by the death of the teaching to the little ones. And then I prayed, Lord, bring us here. And so years passed by after COVID and we were still praying. And my husband, you know, checked on churches. We were online too. I, my story is like this man here in front of me. And then my husband said, what happened to the old man? And he said, <laughs> And there is a young man preaching. I was like, oh no, really? Like a young man, you know? And, and then we listened. My husband started coming. I still was staying home. I'm not going. I need to check this man out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so interesting because the message, I was, if that's what they're doing with the little kids, what are they teaching the older people? And so the first time I heard the message online last year, and that was such a confirmation. He preached on Exodus 33. We said, I was praying, Lord, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us out from here. Do, you know, so, and that was such a confirmation. And we were just blessed week after week, the whole counsel of God. And we're really looking, you know, and it was such a, of course, it was a hard transition because, you know, how it, when you are connected to a body of Christ and you have to say goodbye. So it was, that was a really hard transition. But this body of Christ, you know, they, it's just the Holy Spirit helping us to transition. And we got the privilege. I was so excited for the first time last week to serve. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name is Rachel. I'm Willie's wife. Um, <laughs> I've been coming here for maybe two years or so, 
but it feels like an eternity because you guys are off. The Lord is and it's just, it's great. It's family from the moment that you walk in. Um, I was just going to share that in the past year, year and a few months or so, my life has changed more than it has in the whole whatever amount of age I am. Um, <laughs> and I've had a lot of big decisions to make. And I've caught myself basically every day saying, Lord, I don't know what to do. And in Second Chronicles 20, it says, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And I'm so thankful that I have a God that I can put my eyes on and say, I don't know what I'm doing, but you're in control and you've got me. So yeah, I love you guys. So we got about five minutes left. We got one mic. Again, if you want to share, you can raise your hand. We'll come to you. We got one over here in the corner too. Um, my name is Dianis Ortega. Um, I've been coming here for about six months. I don't have anything specific to say. I just wanted to share my favorite verse since forever. Um, it's 8 Romans, I mean, Romans 8, 8, 38 to 39. And it says, um, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And um, I think it's very powerful because even as believers, we sometimes struggle with thinking that our situation is too bad or when the world is going crazy, um, this, is, this is too bad. Um, and we think, yeah, God loves us, but is he able to yeah. um, fix this for us? And this has been very... Um, powerful for me in my life because sometimes when I think that the giant in front of me is too big I come back to this verse and it reminds me that um, uh, God's love for me is even bigger than that so yeah Amen. Thank you. got Sarah right behind you my name is Sarah and I've been coming to this church for 20, 25 years now. And uh, I have so many things to be grateful for. And uh, first of all, you know, just salvation and uh, salvation for our family and our, my sweet family and my sweet church family. And I am so privileged and honored to be here and to be uh, part of this church family and congregation and serving. and. Um, but the most important thing that I want to thank the Lord for this year is for my little baby Ezra. I am Ezra's grandmom. Also known, thank you. Thank you very much. Also known as Nanny. So if you want to call Nanny, I'm, I'm here. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to share the, the verse that as, um, uh, you know, you heard Joey's testimony uh, in October of last year, I had been doing my devos, and the Lord gave me Psalm 37. I was reading through that psalm that uh, morning, and um, uh, I'm going to read verses 4 and 5. It says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he, sh he shall bring it to pass. And so, you know, when I'm doing my devos and I get a verse like this, you know, I start praying and I'm like, Lord, you know, you've blessed me so much. Like, what more could I have, you know, to, that I need or anything like that? And, and I said, what are the desires of my heart, you know? And that morning I remember saying, well, I have everything, but thank you, Lord, but I love a grandbaby. So I started praying, oh, can, if you would bless me with a grandbaby, I'll be so happy. And then, you know, Michelle got pregnant and we were rejoicing and then they had the miscarriage. And then I just felt such a peace in my heart that I could not explain it, even though it was such a hard thing to go through. But the Lord just brought me back to this verse because that was a promise that he gave me. And the verse that really continued to flood my, my mind was, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And within you know a few weeks after we found out that you know 
she was pregnant again and and just to have like that word that you know promise come to pass in such a way and I know that sometimes it's not as easy it's not as fast as it happened I don't know why the, I, I guess the Lord knows my heart that I probably would have been so fearful and 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 overwhelmed if he hadn't answered so quickly thank you Lord for knowing my heart no but um he he did and he answered and uh his his promises like somebody shared earlier are yes and amen and uh he can answer it in so many different ways you know that we have no idea but all we have to remember is that he is faithful and that he knows everything and that he's working things out for us for our good and sometimes that you know may look different in one way or another but he is so trustworthy so i just wanted to share that with you all and i love you all and i hope you have a wonderful and blessed thanksgiving amen amen the worship team worship team can come on up and uh, we'll close up there again just a great reminder a great way to end it and just in the the middle of it again uh, just that we'd be delighting ourselves in the Lord. Is the Lord your chief delight? Uh, because if he isn't your chief delight, again, there's going to be much more pain and problems and anguish. And maybe you're here this morning and you're in the valley. You're, you're in the difficulties. You're in the hard parts. Uh, again, just to, to seek the Lord. Okay, take, take Mike's, Matt's mic. We got one more. It's going to be a good one. <laughs>
Uh, it was Anna that shared 1 John 4, 4. And what a great reminder to each and every one of us. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And again, maybe you're here and you have nothing to be grateful for. Maybe you're here this morning and you don't have that relationship and friendship with the Lord. Again, as we close in worship now, all the pastors, they'll come up front for prayer. And uh, maybe you want to pray and give thanksgiving. Maybe you have something to pray for. Maybe you want to say, I want that friendship and that relationship with the Lord as we close in prayer to Man, come and, and just talk. Talk with one of the pastors. And again, as we close, plenty of time for fellowship, plenty of time to hang out, food. If you weren't able to share, share with the people around you. Share in fellowship what you're grateful for and thankful for. Again, our flesh goes to complaining in an instant. In an instant, we begin. And we're very comfortable complaining in front of other people. But when it's time to say, hey, you know what I'm grateful for? You know what I'm thankful for? Our heart starts beating. We start sweating. We start getting nervous. Just that that would be a part of who we are because we're plugged in and connected with our Lord and Savior. So, hey, let's all stand. Again, remember, outside fellowship, your dishes, a turkey bowl, lots of food and fellowship. Uh, But if not, after we worship, uh, you're dismissed. Lord, we just thank you so much for your goodness, God. And, Lord, I, I pray right now, Lord, those of us who were in the valley, Lord, those of us who were dealing with depression right now, Lord, we're in the middle of that miscarriage, God. We're battling those addictions, Father. We're begging and pleading for our prodigals right now, Lord. I pray that you would encourage each and every one of us, Lord. Again, thank you for the testimony in our lives, Lord. Who are we that you would want to use us, Lord, or speak to us, or minister to each and every one of us, Lord? Who are we that you would allow us to be in your presence, God? Again, Lord, give us hearts of humility, hearts of thanksgiving, God, hearts of gratitude for all that you have done for us, God. So, Jesus, we just love you. Again, thank you for the fellowship and the unity that's here, Lord. Keep us pure, Lord. Help us to walk in the love of God. Help us to walk in the light as you are in the light, God. We love you. We thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.